At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. This is the Greg Peterson experience. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Greg Peterson experience on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network, and we've got three absolutely tremendous hours for you as. At this time next week, we're going to have the bracket in hand. We're going to have the 68-team NCAA tournament field set. And this week is the mayhem leading up to the madness. So we've got to get you guys just sort of my thoughts on what we are all seeing in college basketball right now. But we've got a lot of other things to talk about as well. We saw a 301-shot win in golf. So that's rather crazy. We've got... A lot that is happening in the world of football as well with the NFL Draft Combine having come and gone. And on top of that, we've got some XFL as well. So we're able to break down some games on the field. And we're going to be doing that in both our number one and our number three. As Dave Tooley, who does amazing work here at the network, he gauges darn near every single betting market on the face of planet Earth. He's going to be joining me. I know he's got a few NHL plays as well. He's got a nice first period system so we're gonna see what he's all got on tap for monday and then on top of that the college basketball chatter really gonna get heating in about 30 minutes tom casali he does great work over at action network he's gonna be joining me we're gonna be taking a look at a few games for monday we're gonna be discussing with him what he's all been noticing as well with this very strange landscape in college basketball and anyone that bet on college basketball on sunday you know about blown leads as well so we're going to be hitting upon that in our number one. Mentioned the fact that we're going to hit a little XFL in our number three. We're going to do that with Kobe Dan. 
He does great work over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He really covers two main podcasts for them. He does their XFL podcast, and he does their college, I guess you call it all-encompassing college sports podcast, the college experience. So, going to be talking some college basketball, going to be talking some XFL with him. And in hour number two, we're also going to be joined by Albert Wynn. We're going to be talking a lot about the kids in terms of college basketball, but we saw an interesting weekend in the NBA as well. We've got controversy that is going from on the court and having an impact on the court for the Memphis Grizzlies, to say the least, with that not-so-savory John Morant situation. So we've got a lot to be taking a look at there, and we're going to get the thoughts of Albert Wynn, how that can impact your bankroll and where you're able to find some money in terms of futures market as well. So a little bit of everything going on here tonight, but it's something that I just did mention. Lots and lots of blown leads in college basketball on Sunday. It is a ramp. It is just rampant right now. I don't know what else to really say about it because for anyone that was taking a look at the Sunday card, you were very much impacted, some positively, some negatively. For myself, with the volume that I played, rather indifferently with regards to a lot of the runs that we saw. As you saw just a whole bunch of blown leads. This is one in which Purdue was still able to win outright, but they were up 24 points in uh, the early part of the second half against Illinois. Illinois was able to just put together a Herculean run to be able to get within the number on that one. Maryland blows a double-digit lead with about seven minutes remaining against Penn State. The Campbell fighting Camels. Mike, 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 Mike. Guess what day it is. We get to talk about the Camels not getting over the hump because they blew a 12-point lead in the Big South final. Man, that, that's a, just a loss for America. The fact that we're not going to get the fighting Camels in the NCAA tournament, that's just sad. I mean, there were, there were going to be so many people that in their office pool we're going to be taking the Campbell fighting Camels as like a 15 or a 16 seed to the Final Four. Why? Because they were picking all the mascots. And it's like, oh boy, a camel. We're going to ride them all the way to the Final Four. So that's a little bit of a bummer. But we saw that go down. I mean, the Lafayette versus American game. Lafayette, who's one of the slowest teams in all of college basketball, blows a 21-point lead. They can a three-pointer with about two seconds remaining in overtime to force double overtime to then win and cover a double overtime. Furman was able to hold on, but they blew a 19-point lead in the second half against Western Carolina to be able to hold on that one. So it has been very, very crazy, and we've just been seeing a lot of swings in general in college basketball. I do think that part of this is the reason why we are seeing so much of an overswing in college basketball because typically this is a time of year where unders hit like crazy. And I feel like I've come on this show a few times. I've been saying, man, you know what? The unders are probably going to be starting to come in. The unders, they're going to start to take a little bit more hold. Well, over the last seven days, the overrate in college basketball is 55.1%. You've got a few games still pending on this college basketball Sunday as I do this show we are still unsure of how the North Dakota State versus South Dakota game landed and right now Northern Colorado is just getting their tails kicked in by Montana State right now but it's been really fascinating to take a look at this and I do think that so much of this is just team chemistry in general because with the day and age of the transfer portal it does feel like more and more of these teams they 
hard to have together. And when you get into late game scenarios, you are noticing a lot of these teams that they've been around with each other for multiple years. These guys that they've got good chemistry with one another, they're the teams that have really been able to get the job done recently. A team that I am becoming more and more bullish on, and hopefully they're going to be able to pull it out in terms of the Colonial semifinal slash final because I fear that if they don't, they might get left out of the NCAA tournament picture, which would be a travesty, by the way, because this team proved it out of conference. They had a rock-solid conference slate as well. That would be College of Charleston. All these guys have been in the system for quite a while. You bring in one or two pieces like they brought in a transfer in Ryan Larson from Wofford. But by and large, these guys have been a part of the Pat Kelsey system for multiple years. They were able to get the job done. The line got up to 20 with them against Tony Brook. Guess what? They win by 22 points. You never necessarily had to feel bad about them throughout the entirety of the game. The 20 points, if you took the late number, that was a little bit of a sweat. But you knew all throughout that they were going to be able to win and they were going to be able to win that game quite handily on an opener, by the way, that was at 16 and a half. So that shows you just how much steam came in on the College of Charleston. But these are the teams that I do feel like you do want to be banking on a little bit more. And there are some exceptions to the rule, like Furman is a team that has been together for quite a while. They blew that lead against Western Carolina. They were able to rally to win outright. But I do think that it is certainly something that you do want to be taking note of. And it is a big reason why that typically throughout March and We've been noticing it both recently and just throughout time that a lot of these teams in which they do have those juniors, those seniors, they're a 12 seed, a 13 seed. These are typically the teams that are able to make a little bit of an unexpected run because chemistry matters in basketball and it doesn't matter what level you're playing at. It doesn't matter if you're coaching up your son or daughter's AAU basketball team. Heck, we've seen the Olympic team. Sometimes have issues with chemistry. The NBA, especially, it's a big reason why I can't advocate for futures on a team like the Phoenix Suns, why I can't take a look at some of these teams that were really put together at the trade deadline and really advocate for them. The one thing that I will always say is adding a piece to complement what they do what you do, that is a good thing. Like last year, North Carolina was able to make a title run. Most of those guys had been in the system. They stayed with Roy Williams into the Hubert Davis era, but they added one piece in Brady Maddock. That's rock solid. The team that I was mentioning in College of Charleston, they did add one or two pieces in the transfer portal, but much of that core was still there. You add in there one or two parts, and typically when it comes to the NBA title, you're finding a lot of these teams that they're able to pull out the NBA championship. They're a little bit more of homegrown teams. Maybe they make a splash move in the offseason, like, the Kawhi Leonard move for the Toronto Raptors. That was one that certainly was massive a few years ago, but he was on some sort of a trade deadline acquisition or anything like that. He had been with the Toronto Raptors all season long. When you're trying to build a team on the fly, like many of these teams in the NBA are, it's a little bit tough. And the same goes for college basketball as well. And it's just a murky environment in college basketball too. I will continue to advocate for not jumping to conclusions with these teams and not overreacting because I just don't think that we've got necessarily that one true number one. Heck, we saw number one on display on Sunday. The Houston Cougars, they hardly get by Memphis. And do I think that Houston is a rock-solid team? Yes. Do I think that Houston is going to be a team that 
suffers an early round exit? Most likely not, but if you take a look at the way that things are this season, you could be seeing some really pesky teams in that sort of 6 through 8 range. Teams that maybe they were underachieving just a little bit towards the beginning part of the season, but they've got that hidden talent. Like Duke with all those five-star guys, with getting Dariq Whitehead back in the fold, that is massive for them because the one thing that they've been lacking is three-point shooting. We've all known that Kentucky has talent. I mean, heck, they've got the reigning national player of the year in Oscar Sheboy. The question was, could they just find that right blend in the backcourt? Feels like they're starting to do so. They put together a very nice weekend win over Arkansas going to Bud Walt Arena. They're able to get that win. A team like in Illinois, they could be dangerous. Heck, these big 12 teams, they are playing in a gauntlet night in and night out. You get some of these teams that they might get a little bit underseated because the record is a little bit less than savory. That could be something to take note of as well. I think that we are going to be in for a lot of carnage this college basketball season, which typically when we foresee carnage, that means that we are going to get just a whole bunch of chalk, and that means that all the one seeds are going to be going to the Final Four, and typically when you think, oh, there's a very clear three or four teams that are head and shoulders above everyone else, that's when you're going to get loyal Chicago as an 11 seed going to the Final Four. That's just how these things work, and that's the pain and struggle, but the fun of being able to take a look at sports, but I really do think that this is a pretty wide open season, and we were going to be having a lot of mayhem leading up to the madness, but a man that does a great job of being able to just rein everything in, that'd be Dave Tooley here at Beeson, coming up next, he's going to give us some plays for Monday, and take a look at what we all got over the weekend, that's up next, right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Classes in session. Find Try This from the Washington Post wherever you listen. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because they ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber today and get everything that you need to bet the madness this year for just $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every single game and every single round of the tournament. Only VSIN Pro subscribers get unlimited access to daily best bets, tools like our betting splits, plus our big dance bracket and betting guides. These guides feature in depth breakdowns of all 68 teams, Cinderella selections, bracket predictions, and picks on every single tournament game from decent experts like Brent Musburger and apparently this Greg Oops Peterson guy. Sign up and get betting, get these betting guides plus full access to VSIN through the end of the tournament for just $19. You're able to do so at vsin.com slash subscribe as it is a Greg Peterson experience here on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. And a little bit of side note with that guide. I know that in past years, they've put my full bracket in there and I, unless if I've been told something different, I'm Pretty sure that that is going to be the case once again, trying to hit the champion correctly for the third time in four years. So we're going to try to forge forward with that. And a man that always forges forward and a man that covers a little bit of everything here at the network is Dave Tooley. He does absolutely tremendous work gauging all these different markets. And you're able to follow him on Twitter at ViewFromVegas. Dave, always a pleasure, my friend. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. And yeah, <laughs> this weekend... Uh... Boy, you would think uh, early March might not be all that busy, but it's certainly it's never been busier as far as I'm concerned, especially here in town. Um, obviously, all the conference tournaments either uh, you know wrapping up or coming into town, so the town's full of basketball fans, and then it was also NASCAR weekend, <laughs> and then the big UFC card on Saturday night. I mean, I mean, it's just uh, unbelievable live, live sports betting action here in Vegas. But the, uh, you mentioned. Uh, yeah, Kitayama at 300 to one, winning the Arnold Palmer Invitational. Uh, the 300 to one was at Circa. I know it was definitely lower other places, but uh, and uh, w- William Byron was 12 to one to win uh, the. Uh, I call it the Las Vegas 400 because it, it changes sponsors every couple of years. <laughs> now the Pendle 400, but I still call it the Las Vegas 400. But uh, yeah, they had they went had to go to overtime, two laps, and w- William Byron came through at 12 to one. Uh, he was around the eighth, eighth to 10th betting choice behind, you know, a handful of people that were in single digits. Uh, so yeah, he was uh, right in that second tier. And uh, yeah, you already mentioned, yeah, the college basketball going on. And yeah, it's just a very busy time. It certainly is. And getting to what we saw in the Arnold Palmer, when's the last time you've seen a golfer at north of 200 to one be able to pull it out? Because we did have quite a few long shots that were able to win in 2021 I felt like 2022 was a little bit further down and typically you're going to find your fair share of guys that are 
50 to 1, 75 to 1. I mean, 100 to 1 is not necessarily uncommon, but I can't remember the last time we saw someone that low down the board at 300 to 1 be able to pull it out, especially with the field being relatively loaded with guys like Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm, Victor Hovland and company. Yeah, there there are people that were saying this was the strongest field of any tournament since, you know, the majors last year. <laughs> so, so I mean, yeah, it was loaded really, really top guys. So I, I guess that, that made, you know, the odds on the long shots go up a, a little more than you would normally see. But like you said, yeah, usually you only see, you know, you know, 50 to one, 80 to one, somewhere, somewhere in that range. But, uh, but yeah, I think it was just a, this, this field was just seen as being so strong that uh, it was, uh, yeah incredible that someone from you know that long about could could pull it out but hey you know that's uh <laughs> we people love to you know better toothpick to win the lumber yard so uh congrats to anyone who uh took a shot on him yeah but absolutely and i don't think that there was anyone that was dumping out the entire bankroll on him but at the same time you know what at 301 you don't need a very big bet to be cashing quite big on that one so and congratulations to anyone that had that. And Dave, I know that you've got a few NHL picks for Monday, but before we dive into that, what do you make just out of the landscape in the NHL? Because the Boston Bruins have just been ripping through the league like a hot knife through butter. It has been absolutely insane, but it has been a interesting year in the NHL, in which there have been quite a few unexpected teams like the Seattle Kraken, who are actually playing right now as we do this show live that have been able to rise up. And I do think that it's going to cause for a really interesting Stanley cup playoff in a bit more than a month. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to the playoffs too. Um, there, you know, there is the problem of you know, a longer series and usually the cream rises to the top, but uh, I think, I think we'll definitely be able to find some, some live dogs in individual games. You know, maybe not bet the series price, for them to pull it out, but yeah, if you can just you know get a plus one fifty, plus one eighty, or whatever in a you know single game, you can still make a profit throughout a series. Absolutely, and I know that when it comes to the NHL as well, some of the money lines have been getting a little bit out of whack as well because there has been a little bit of a divide between the haves and the have-nots. You've got some of the teams in the NHL that are quite sorry, and other teams that are relatively rock solid. And I wouldn't consider this to be one of the uh, creme de la creme teams in the NHL, but certainly the Winnipeg Jets have been able to put together a nice season. They're playing against the San Jose Sharks team that, well, let's call what it is. It's been a rough year for them. This is far from the Sharks teams that were making the playoffs a few seasons ago, but with Winnipeg, they're a minus 210 to a minus 220 favorite. Dave, I know that you're playing this game, and typically you're a little bit more of a dog player, but you're <laughs> going to be taking a look at this one. You're going to be betting on the favorite, but... You're avoiding that chalky north of minus two dollar money line price, right? Yeah, we're, we're going to take the Jets on on the puck line here, laying the one and a half uh, plus one ten. Yeah, you were mentioning a lot. A lot of these favorites, you know, especially when it's uh, cream of the crop versus the dregs of the league. You know, you have a you know minus four dollar favorite, and if you lay a puck and a half, and you're still laying two dollars, <laughs> two dollars or so. So uh, not always. Uh, even okay to go with those in my mind, but I, uh, but here, yeah, the, the Jets are they're actually on a little five game losing streak. So it's a little bit of a mini swaggers uh, bet here as they, uh, they snap that streak. Uh, they went toe to toe with the Oilers uh, the other night and beat them, beat them in a shootout. So um, I think, I think they can have enough offense here to be able to cover the puck line. And like you said, yeah, the sharks are on a five game losing streak themselves. So, uh, again, ho- hoping to either, you know, dominate the game or, 
and you know, and we're turning him into into a dog at the plus one ten on the puck line, or 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 get a uh, a late empty net goal. Yep, and that's the one thing with NHL puck lines instead of the MLB run line as well. Typically, with the MLB run line, you run that risk when you take the home team of being up two to three runs. The closer lets in one run, and they win by one. Everyone's still happy. You don't find as much of that in the NHL because it's the trailing team that clears out the goalie, and typically you're able to find the favorite to have a little bit of an edge if they're up by one goal with a minute remaining when you get those empty net goals to be able to get you to the window on the puck line as well. So it's always interesting to take a look at that dynamic. And one of the teams that you were mentioning in that in that breakdown was the Edmonton Oilers. And I know that you're taking a look at their game on Monday against the Buffalo Sabres. And I believe that you've got a little bit of a parlay going with this one along with the Canucks versus the uh, Nashville Predators game. Take me through what you like in this one because I think that you're going back to your first period goal sort of sort of system. Right, yeah, these are first, first period over 1.5. Um, yeah, the, the Buffalo Sabres are the number three first period over team. Um, they're, they're, they're playing the Oilers who are around number 10 or number 11, but they combine um, 75 and 48 uh, 61% with the first period overs. And then uh, the second game is the Canucks. Um, they're, they're the f- number one first period over team. Uh, and uh, they're playing the Predators, who are around 500, but those two combined hit 63% of theirs. So uh, the, yeah, the two-team first period parlay pays plus 162. So odds of 8 to 5. Uh, you know, I think uh, get back on a winning streak, hopefully, with, with these plays. They've been, they've been a little cold lately. Um, because you, you need to hit two of them, but uh, you know, laying, we don't want to lay the big chalk, so we're you know, turning them into a dog here on the parlay. And that Oilers versus Buffalo Sabres game at DraftKings, the totals went up to a seven and a half. I mean, I recognize oh, that NH. <laughs> I recognize that NHL scoring is up a little bit, but I can't remember seeing a whole lot of seven and a half. So, yeah, it certainly is a little bit of an uptick and. We're seeing an uptick in terms of the XFL as well. We had a really nice weekend on that front as we've been seeing some really competitive games. And I know that you're taking a look at one for week four as we've got about 45 seconds for this one. Brahmas versus the Sea Dragons. I think that you're taking a look at the underdog in this XFL matchup for week four. Yeah, Circa put up opening lines uh, right before we went on the air here. So we got the XFL to talk about. Yeah, San Antonio let me down tonight. Uh, Losing 22-13, but uh, Houston is four-point dogs. But uh, they, they they were down inside the five-yard line, had a chance to give give within three with a touchdown uh, late, and they they got they got stuffed. And you know, Houston is the best team in the league, so you know now another playing Seattle. So you know, I think I think a little step down in class, and I I think they'll be right there as the three three-point dog. Absolutely, it's going to be an interesting week in the XFL, and it's always great to get you aboard, Dave. Thank you so much for joining me. All right, thanks. Good luck, everybody. Always great to have Dave Tooley aboard. And last week he delivered a Culver's review as well, but now we've got a review and look forward to some college basketball with Tom Casale of Action Network next on the Greg Peterson Experience on Beeson, the Sports Bank Network. Experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome back. This segment of the Great Peterson Experience is presented by Zipping Pee Pouches, which is the simpler way 
to enjoy nicotine and enjoy lasting change on your terms. Zen Nicotine Pouches are a fresher, simpler way to enjoy nicotine as help millions of people achieve lasting change by offering a smoke-free and spit-free satisfaction. Not sure about you, but there's been times in my life where I knew that I needed to make a change, but just wasn't quite ready. I'm sure that there's a lot of smokers and dippers out there that can relate. Zen understands that there isn't one right time to make a change. Everyone's on a little bit of a different journey, and everyone's timeline is just a tad bit different as well. So when you feel like you're ready to make that first step towards change, Zen is going to be there for you with the right strength and the right flavor at the right time. If you're thinking about making a change and want to learn a little bit more today, check out Zinnicity Pouches at Zinn.com. That is ZYN.com and a warning that this is a product that contains nicotine and nicotine. It is an addictive chemical. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VEASAN, the Sports Bank Network. And great to be joined by our guest, Tom Casali, one of the best in the business at taking a look at college basketball. He, much like myself, absolutely lives for all of this from the major of the major teams all the way down to Campbell versus UNC Asheville. He does a great job of covering it all. And it's always great to have you aboard, Tom. Thank you. Well, thanks for having me. It's our time, Greg. This is our month. It certainly is our time. And apparently it's a time of blown leads as well. Now, I'm not sure if you have a good explanation or an answer for this because I quite frankly don't know if anyone does. But what did you make out of just so many blown leads on Sunday? And not just like, five seven point blown leads or anything like that i mean we saw 15 to 20 point leads just blown on the regular end typically you just don't see that in march yeah you know it's hard one of the things i think though is like there's not a lot of teams this year i mean we know we know there's no great teams right but there's a lot of these teams can go through scoring droughts like there's no teams that just blow the doors off you scoring wise you know, the two teams I think are probably the best in the country entering the tournament are Houston and UCLA with Jalen Clark. Um, we don't know what's going on with that, but say those two teams, they both play a kind of game where, you know, they play defense, they crash the boards, they do a lot of the little things right. But none of, not either one of those teams like just scares the daylights out of you offensively. So for me, I think a lot of these teams get in these scoring ruts and allow some of the, allow some of these leads to evaporate. And then other times too, I just think it's overcoaching. I think a lot of these coaches in college basketball just overcoach in the last, you know, seven, five to seven minutes of the game. And that can actually hurt their teams with leads. Yep. I don't disagree with you on the overcoaching and, We do see that time and time again, and I do think that that's a big thing as well because there's going to be a lot of people are going to be filling out a bracket. I personally just, I'm not placing any futures as of right now because we just mentioned it. There's no clear number one team in all of college basketball. I'm not going to go out here and say, oh, this team is winning the NCAA tournament because we just don't have those matchups right now. But I do think that this year, taking a look at coaching is more important than ever, and just taking a look at these coaches that have consistently not flamed out. I'm not sure how much you take a look at coaching in terms of your handicapping, but I think that it always means quite a bit in college basketball, but I think this time of year and in this sort of landscape, you just mentioned one in Calvin Sampson that I really like. These are the sort of guys that you want to be banking on. Yeah, because, you know, there's a small margin of error this year, right? There's a lot of these teams are jumbled together. There's going to be some close games in this tournament, and coaching could matter. You know, the other thing I think that's interesting 
uh, going into this tournament. I'll just use this team as an example. I don't overly love them, but a team like Kentucky, right, that's talented but has underachieved this year. Those type of teams in this tournament could be interesting too, because they're getting they're getting a second chance here, and they have talent. And there's not too many teams that are going to blow them away, you know, on the talent level. So a team like that, like we saw with North Carolina last year, who came in as a nine and got got a run to the finals. I think teams like that will be interesting this season too. I actually mentioned that in the first segment as well. Take note of Duke and Kentucky if they're in like 8-9 matchups, which Duke, I think, has done enough to be able to avoid an 8-9 matchup unless if they completely flame out in the ACC tournament, which, I mean, with the way that things are going right now, I could see Boston College winning that tournament <laughs> because it's just so wild and crazy. But I do think that that is something to take note of. And then we did see a lot of Big Ten action on Sunday as well. What do you make out of the conference in a whole as a whole? Because I take a look at this conference in particular, and I've had all sorts of trust issues last few years when filling out my bracket with Big Ten teams. And the way that they've got home and road splits, I think that that's something to take note of as well. Being able to do a little bit more of a deep dive on these teams that have had success when they've been away from home are teams I'm probably going to look to bank on. and something that I'm probably going to place a little bit more emphasis on this year than in past years. Yeah, it's interesting you mentioned the Big Ten because I was just thinking a couple hours ago when I was dissecting the conference and I thought this all year. For me, that's the hardest conference to figure out. I'm not overly high on any of the teams. You know, Michigan State has Izzo. One team I'll just throw out there uh, if they get a if they get in and if they get a decent draw would be Penn State. Um, because they have experience, they have a couple of stars, and Penn State really struggles with size. They're last in the country in offensive rebounding percentage. If they can get in a bracket where there's not a lot of big front lines, I think they could pull maybe an upset or two. But I think overall, the Big Ten is really, really tough to, to gauge. You know, Indiana has talent. They're inconsistent. Michigan underperformed this year. Purdue has the most dominant player in college basketball, but I worry about their guards. So uh, it's an interesting conference. It's like you said, you know, about Boston College. I wouldn't be surprised if Ohio State goes out and wins the Big Ten Conference uh, (laughs) tournament at this point. Well, there was some better that apparently placed a bet at 300 to 1 for Ohio State to win the NCAA tournament. Which, That's not happening. Yeah, no. And if you really felt that way, you might as well just take the Big Ten tournament outright right. on Ohio State. And then you just do a money line rollover for every single game in the NCAA tournament. You're actually going to get much more than 300 to 1 because, I mean, man. It's been a rough year for Ohio State. Where are these betters, Greg? Where are are these guys betting Ohio State to win it all? I don't have the sort of bankroll (laughs) to be allowed to light it on fire quite like that. And that's just, if you're going to make a donation, there's a lot of local food banks. If you are a lover of animals, there are a lot of good people doing good things over there. There is no need to give it to a sports book on Ohio State. You can give it to the sports book on much more logical bets than Ohio State being able to win the NCAA tournament. So that's just. Yeah, no doubt about it. That's my 30 second rant on that. But I do think that it is also going to be very interesting to take a look at Monday's action as well, because you were mentioning it a minute ago with some of these teams that they've got a lot of talent, but maybe they've underachieved a little bit. And I do think that there is a team that is going to be taking the floor on Monday that sort of fits that bill. 
and it's mostly on one side of the ball. That would be the Gonzaga Bulldogs. They're going to be taking on San Francisco, and we have seen this line really go up. Like, Gonzaga was before about a 12.5 to a 13-point favorite, which I felt like was relatively correct. Now they're between a 14 to a 15-point favorite, and I think that this could be a year that if things break right, Gonzaga might be able to make a little bit of a run, and honestly, them coming in with a little bit less fanfare might not be the world's worst thing for them. I'm a little bit befuddled by how much this line has moved since the opener, though. I'm not sure what you make out of this matchup, but on the opener, I thought that you actually had a little bit of value with Gonzaga, especially at a 15 like I'm seeing at Circa. I feel like that's gone. Yeah, and I think what's happening here is I thought Gonzaga was in a great spot in the rematch with St. Mary's, and they won that game. Uh, and now you're starting to see the the Zags love again uh, with the point spreads. I mean, 14, 15. I mean, San Francisco can't really play with them defensively. I think Gonzaga is going to do whatever they want on offense. Uh, so maybe a team total over on Gonzaga is is how I would play this. I just think that number is too big. I agree. I saw that the that the line moves uh, pretty quickly on that. And, and the way I look at it, Greg, is is in these conference tournaments game games, the, you got you got a lot to choose from, right? You kind of got a buffet of games. This is one that I would stay away from because I don't really want to bet San Francisco. I think Gonzaga is probably going to roll them, but I also don't want to lay 14 or 15 points in a conference tournament game. So for me. It would be Zags uh, team total over or nothing. Yep, I don't blame you there. And I do think, I'm not sure how you feel about Gonzaga in the NCAA tournament, but I do think that they're a fascinating team because if they're able to find any sort of a monocomb of defense, they've honestly scored really well on the road this year. But it's just a case of, man, Drew Timmy is one of the worst pick and roll defenders I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, and I actually have him at 25 to 1. I took him a while back at that number, thinking the same way as you. You know, I mentioned a few minutes ago that there's no teams like with really a lot of great offense. Gonzaga is one of them. They can blow a lead because their defense is so bad. You know, if they go a couple minutes missing some outside shots, their defense give up 10 points uh, like nothing. So, no, but I, I think if they get in the right bracket, Greg, they can sco- score more than most teams. They, they, they ran with Alabama. They're an interesting team at this number in the NCAA tournament. They absolutely are a team that's able to light it up from three. Malachi Smith, by the way, shooting over 49% from three-point range. He almost shoots as well as Tom Casale does with all of his picks. He's just absolutely amazing. And coming up next, we're going to take a look at some games for Monday with Tom right here on the Great Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. 
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeartRadio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, yeah, because you got to think, he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on top of that. that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came to my room crying tears. (laughs) I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it? Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is the place to be for hockey and NBA action. Bet Rivers says you cover for every line on a boost. Join us every week for new promotions like the Tuesday Hockey First Goal Insurance, Saturday Hockey Same, ba- same Game Parlay Bet and Get, Weekly Pro Basketball Bet and Get, and so much more. Check out BetRivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network being rejoined by Tom Caselli, who does amazing work over there at Action Network. And Tom, I know that during the break, we were hoping that we would get a South Alabama versus Louisiana line. Louisiana, just a few minutes before I came on this show, they were able to get the job done against Texas State to be able to set up this title match. And we've got an opener from DraftKings. It's a pick'em game with a total of 145.5. I know that you were looking a little bit more at Louisiana I was looking a little bit more at this total because these teams, they're going to be playing game number three in three days. South Alabama to start with, not playing with a lot of tempo outside of the top 250 in terms of total possessions per game. I like the under, and I know that you're a little bit more in on Louisiana. Take me through what you're looking at with this Ration Cajuns bunch. Yeah, you know, listen, South Alabama was a team I saw earlier in the year play Alabama, and they caught my eye. They, You could see they had talent. Now, they had a tough stretch there in January, but really turned it around here late in the season. But Louisiana did get them by 10 um, in the regular season finale. I've been a fan of this Louisiana team all season. And one of the things, you know, I think South Alabama is going to struggle with here is they, they're an awful offensive rebounding team. And Louisiana really rebounds the ball well on both sides, offense and defense in a close game. You know, like we were talking off, you know, off air, 
these teams after three games, four games in a row, sometimes the legs aren't there. You know, that's why you kind of like the under. But I also think rebounding plays a big part in some of these championship games. Tight game, but with a pick em spread, I like Louisiana to win this game and uh, be potentially a uh, pain in the butt in the first round of the NCAA tournament if they get the right matchup. Yep, I made Louisiana the favorite in this one as well. My personal handicap, I totally agree with you. And if you take a look at South Alabama and the way that they were able to win today against James Madison, they lost on the offensive glass, 14 offensive rebounds for James Madison, just four for South Alabama. And if you send Kevin Samuel to the free throw line, he shoots 30% of the free throw <laughs> line. So there is that aspect of it as well. So I feel like we're in lockstep on that one. This is one that I think is intriguing. Chattanooga versus Furman. Furman had that big 19-point lead against Western Carolina. They get forced to overtime. They are able to claw it out. Now at DraftKings on the opener, I'm seeing Furman as a 7.5-point favorite, total of 157.5. What do you make out of this game? Because this is another spot where I like the under because not only do you have so many games in a back-to-back sort of scenario, but on top of that, you layer on their overtime for Furman as well, and I do think that that's going to cause for a little bit more of a slog in this game. Well, and we mentioned tired legs, right? Chattanooga, the number one three-point shooting team in college basketball per attempts, um, and Furman is 12. So you're going to see a lot of shots from the outside in this game. Uh, and if the legs aren't there, you're going to, that, that really plays well for an under, you know, it's interesting. Cause I thought when I saw Furman win today, I was like, I feel like this is Furman's year. You know, they've missed out on the tournament. They got by that, you know, the overtime game against Western Carolina. I like him in the, in the, in the finals, but I, I thought more around six points. It opened at eight. It's down to seven and a half. That's a little bit too much for me in this game, especially with Chattanooga shooting so many threes. You know, if they're on, that's going to be a tough game. I like Furman. I think they win and get to the big dance, but I got to see if that number comes down because it's a little too high for me right now. And Tom, you said that your number that you were willing to take is six. I made Furman on my personal handicap a six point favorite as well. So we are. Certainly on the same page there, and I feel like we're on the same page with this one as well. I know that a conference that you've been checking out quite a bit is the Ryzen League, and we've got Cleveland State going against UW-Milwaukee, and thank the heavens. I think that it was like Little Caesars Arena or something like that they, they used to play the Ryzen League tournament at, and it was just a complete brick fest. I mean, every single time. For like three or four years, Horizon Lake had 52 to 50 games. I mean, <laughs> it was like the easiest of easy unders ever. Unfortunately, now they're playing at Indiana Farmers Coliseum, where the shooting is a little bit more stable. But that said, you've got a UW-Milwaukee team that already knocked off Cleveland State twice this year. And now we find them as a three-point underdog. And I do think that there's a little bit too much made of oh, it's so hard to knock off a team three times and everything like that. I take a look at this EW-Milwaukee team, and I think that as long as they're able to keep the turnovers in check, they should be able to get the job done in this spot. I agree, and I'm not the it's hard to beat a team three times. I'm the other way. I think sometimes teams match up with another team well. That's why that's why they have success against them. I think the market's a little higher on Cleveland State than I am. You know, I made this game closer to a pick or Milwaukee minus one. And then they open up as a dog. This has been going on for a couple of weeks. I've, I've bet Milwaukee a couple of times because my number was really out of whack with what the, what the books made them. And, it, it, you know, I, I think, it's, again, I think it's going to be a close game, but 
I, I just like the way Milwaukee has played Cleveland State twice already this year. You know, they've scored. Uh, they were able to to move the basketball around, get good looks. I think if they're hitting their shots tomorrow, I think the looks will be there. The pace will be there for them. I lean Milwaukee here as an underdog. Hey, I'm right there with you. I set UW-Milwaukee as a one-point favorite in this game as well. I think that... You don't even need the points, in my opinion. I think that you could be looking at a nice little money line payout here. Hopefully that comes to fruition, but we are on the same page on that one as well. And then this is a game that I find to be very fascinating as well because you've got a Youngstown State team that is one of the most efficient offenses in all of college basketball, but I've actually liked what I've seen on the defense a little bit more as well. They were able to deny Antoine Davis that all-time scoring record in college basketball. They held... Detroit in that game to fear the 70 points, a very explosive offense. Now they're going up against the Northern Kentucky team that if you look at possessions per 40 minutes, Northern Kentucky is one of the slowest teams in all of college basketball. As a result, we've seen a opening total of 139.5 go down to about 137, 137.5. I completely agree with that move. And Youngstown State is currently a 2.5 point favorite. Not sure if you have a lean here, but especially getting off that number of three, I do think that there is a little bit of value on a Youngstown State team that has so many guys that do a good job of shooting it from three. Well, it's funny, Greg, because I was looking back. The, the first time I was on the show this year, the first bet I made was Youngstown State over Canisius. They were like yes. minus two on opening night. And I remember you had, you went on the show, you told me you made them like minus seven that night. Um, they, they won easy. They've been a team I've been on all year from the jump. I love them. I love the way they play. Uh, I hope they make the tournament. This is an interesting game, though, because you mentioned Northern Kentucky and their pace. They play at a snail's pace. That first 10 to 12 minutes of the game, I think, is going to be really interesting because if Northern Kentucky can get the lead, limit possessions, and frustrate Youngstown State, who wants to get out and run more with their guards, I think they'll have the advantage. But the opposite holds true, too. Youngstown State, who started fast in a lot of games this year, especially in conference, can get out to a double-digit lead early. It's going to be tough for Northern Kentucky to come back. This is a tough game for me. I lean Youngstown State. I, I think the number's right about there. I make a minus four. Uh, but this is going to be a tough one. And if I had to had to play the total, I would lean under here. Yeah, but I made Youngstown State a three-and-a-half-point favorite, so... I am in total agreement with you there as well. And there's a lot of people hoping Youngstown State makes the NCAA tournament because there's a lot of people that they fill out their bracket by a mascot. And trust me, there will be a lot of people that if they do that, they're going to be taking Youngstown State very, very far in the tournament. Yep. So with the Penguins, would... yep. So unfortunately, we couldn't get the Camels, but we can still get the Penguins. <laughs> and we're going to wrap it up with this one. BYU and St. Mary's. St. Mary's in a lot of spots. I think we're between a six to a six and a half point favorite. They're actually coming down in this game, which I find to be fascinating. BYU has played St. Mary's actually relatively tough this year, but I think that this is another one of those teams that we were talking about a little bit earlier, like Houston, that they feel like they're a little bit more bulletproof than other teams to those early round exits because they play great defense. They have their distinct style. I like St. Mary's in the spot, especially with the number getting shorter and shorter. I agree. Like I again, they've played two games. They they've been close games, uh, a six point game, uh, and a and a one point game. So they've been lower scoring. The first game was lower scoring, fifty seven fifty six. 
But now I think the value has shifted towards uh, with St. Mary's. Like we mentioned Gonzaga, like that number moved to where I don't know if there's any more value with the Zags, but this went the other way. Um, and I guess maybe that first two meetings has something to do with it. Uh, maybe there's some sharps who like the number with BYU. I see a double digit win here for St. Mary's. I haven't been a BYU fan all year. I think St. Mary's comes prepared to play. Defense suffocates BYU, makes it tough for them to score. Um, I would lay the six, six and a half here with St. Mary's. I'm right there with you. And Tom, you do an amazing work on the college basketball front. I always appreciate you joining the show. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot for having me. Always great to get Tom Casale aboard. He does great work at Action Network. And coming up next here on the Greg Peterson Experience, I give you guys my DK and H pick for Monday's college basketball card right here on Beeson, the Sports Bay Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play the wait is almost over get ready for the 2024 nfl season as the full schedule is announced every rivalry every rematch every rookie debut every game revealed the 2024 nfl schedule release presented by verizon coming in may live on nfl network espn2 and streaming on nfl plus terms and conditions apply to nfl plus visit nfl.com schedule release to learn more